Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... So you think you know how to breathe? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I can barely breathe right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it is heat wave. One of the hottest days of the year. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure, just, just save it, Americans. <laughs> just save it. All right? Yeah. I know it's hotter there. The thing is, right, if we said it was 30 degrees, they'd go, what? That's freezing. Oh, freezing. Oh, oh really freaking hot. Yeah, because they still use Fahrenheit yeah. as a, a dead measurement. A, a measurement based on some random guy's <laughs> wife's comfort level. <laughs> He's just like, Hannah, how, how do you feel about now? Yeah. Are you comfortable now? And she's like, it's a bit too hot. And then he's like, I'll put that 40. That's 40. Yeah. Um, like, or like, you know, 60 or whatever. Um, whereas, you know, obviously the important thing we need to know about heat is whether or not, whether or not water will boil or freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfectly rational. And Celsius is the more important one. <laughs> um, but yes, so uh, we are... It's very warm. It's very warm. And we're here to document it. Yes. <laughs> we're here... We're to here document as a, it. As a, as, a, as a snapshot in time. Mm. You're going to follow two podcasters over the next hour-ish of, of entertainment <laughs> as they try to pitch movies in amidst one of the hottest days of the year in a sealed room where it's just getting warmer and warmer by the second. Yep. We've got no air conditioning, no... Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, buildings, the building isn't, like, created to sort of handle this level of heat. Good Lord, if we had a guest, like... This, this would be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, are, we are literally preparing to go to LA yeah. <laughs> at this point yeah. to pitch films in this in this heat <laughs> right yeah there's there's some hills it's, behind you yeah we see we, some hills we've we've gone we've gone to Los Angeles and for some reason the air conditioning's broken <laughs> that's what this feels like <laughs> yeah but yeah we're going to we you're you're going to witness over the next hour of entertainment mm. uh, two podcasters <laughs> who are dying <laughs> Slowly right. boiling to death. Yep. Um, and so, this is the perfect pressure cooker environment to create great comedy. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, how much sleep did you get last night? Oh, I, I didn't get much. Maybe like f four or five hours. Yeah, about about two, three hours for me. Yeah. And I've, I've just done a shift at work as well. <laughs> so this is going to be like end of the day, mm -hmm. right as room level shit. Or bottom of the barrel. Okay, can we clock off early and get a pizza? Okay, who's, whose turn is it to order the pizza yeah. situation? Yeah. <laughs> now the expectations have been set. Yep. Let's move on with some honourable mockumentaries. <laughs> Here we go. So engaging um, nitrous boosters. So our title this week, So You Think You Know How to Breathe, was given to <laughs> us by Reese Howell on Twitter. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, where you can give us titles there as well. Absolutely. Uh, we usually ask for 
genre-based titles on Friday, but why, why should that stop you? Why should that stop you? Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Ne- least of all the days of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can't trust them. Yeah. They were just, you know, it's like months. People just added them sometimes. Yeah. Some guy decided that now there's a July. Yeah. Idiot. If, if you're scheduled to do safety maintenance on Bezos's rocket, and yeah. you're scheduled to do it on a Wednesday, yeah. why not treat it as a Saturday and take that day take off? Take the day off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Just but like like make sure it looks. Make sure you sign off that you've done it. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you 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 tick all your boxes. And then in the petrol pump, just put a stick of dynamite <laughs> with a really long fuse. Yeah, yeah. And just light it so yeah. that just as he's taking off, it just <laughs> yeah, it just goes. It's Amazon, not Acme. <laughs> Listen. You know, you know that it's going to cause a power vacuum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Acme's Might... got everything to gain. Yeah, <laughs> might as well be uh, <laughs> Steve Martin from Looney Tunes back in action. Exactly. Yeah, um, you can go there and give us your titles. Yeah, that's the point. That's the long the... and short of it is, you can go there any time. Give us your titles anytime, whenever you want, like these people did. So, from my waste of talent, we've got "Be My Mothman." Be my Mothman. Be my Mothman. Be my Mothman. Um, okay, so... That's B with one E. B, no, no Bs yeah. in this one. I'm really annoyed. Like, my waste of talent, right? You missed a trick there. Missed an E. Yeah, missed an E. Um, B, my mouth... Okay, so... This is a mockumentary about mm. um, th- following someone... It's not a mockumentary. Well, it's gotta be. It is, it is a mock reality TV show. Okay, like, like The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. how you knew where I was yeah. going with this. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> and and it's going to be this kind of like um very lonely people mm. who are also tremendously like maybe not paranoid mm. uh who very lonely people who also don't give a shit about their local area. Yeah. Because if if the Mothman decides to be if you if you go on a date with a Mothman, yeah, wherever you go is gonna get like crushed by a meteor. In the, <laughs> the bridge is gonna go out. Yeah, it's gonna like a, a, a volcano is gonna erupt underneath the shawarma cafe you're going to. <laughs> I was just about to say like, there's nothing apocalyptic about shawarma. Yeah, but the volcano. The volcano, will yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The volcano will do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's it's sort of like a last date kind <laughs> of vibe. This is how they get it back for for a new season every every year. Cause, yeah. Because he meets the love of his life, <laughs> and then they die. Yes, because yes, of course. That's why it's perpetual TV. Because yeah, every no. whoever he chooses, they're going to be in a horrible, horrible accident. We've we've definitely missed a trick here because you know a reality show is like yeah. The Bachelor. Uh, One of the contestants has to leave at the end of every episode. Yeah, it's true. So it's like, it's so if like, you stay on, you are going to not have. You're buying yourself a week of extra time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Every time you go through, <laughs> you're buying yourself a week of extra life for you and everyone you love. If you manage to win, that's a full season. Yeah, that is a full season you've got. Yeah. to live. So, so <laughs> we all know how it ends. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to wait until they get until it gets commissioned again. And this so this is this is the best Hunger Games. And yeah, and we, here's the thing though. There's a narrative here because someone is in this show hmm. against their will or whatever, right? But they realize that they're in this show. They are trying to buy themselves extra time. Yeah. Right? They win or at least at the very least they um they, they they are through to like near the end yeah and they're trying to rally together people to kill the mothman <laughs> you can't it's impossible the mothman will remain or somehow or to somehow break the cycle i think we it, it will be yes of course it's 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 futile yeah yeah but the the, the narrative of this of this of this mockumentary is following someone behind the scenes. We see a lot of the reality show, yeah. but of course, all their confessionals are going to the are, are, are to camera about the show. Mm. But then, slowly throughout this season, they start to like get more and more panicky, and then they start like trying to unseat the show. The way that you stop Mothman yeah. is by making this show get worse and worse ratings. Yes. So yeah. they start like it's like The Apprentice. Yeah. You're, you're, they're tr- what they're trying to do is is make the, make the show worse yeah. whilst not implicating themselves. Yes. I, I really like the idea, though, as, as well as the contestants uh, not having a choice in being contestants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mothman is also there against his yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Mothman does not want to be doing this no, no. situation. Like, clearly, clearly he's... He he's uh, what's what's the word a harbinger, isn't he? Yeah. He doesn't like doing his job. Yeah. But it's, someone's got to do it. And I so think someone's got to be around before disasters yeah. happen. And of course, there's a big mansion, and it's got a big fountain at the front. Yeah. Right. And um, the uh, they plotted the last four people. Yeah. Have plotted. <sighs> okay, we're gonna put a bomb underneath the fountain. Right where the reserve water mm. meets the sewage pipes of the house. Yeah. Right? So that while they're broadcasting this live final, the fountain's going to start f- spewing sewage oh. just all over. They won't be able to show it. The ratings will tank. It'll be disgusting. Yeah. Brill, right? They get caught just before they manage to do it, right? Oh. One of the guards who's patrolling down below. It's kind of like Houses of Parliament situation. Yeah, yeah. Guy Fawkes yeah. situation. They're rolling gunpowder down. They've <laughs> <laughs> got barrels. <laughs> they've got barrels of gunpowder. <laughs> they're, 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 all, they're, they're all dressed in... Uh... <laughs> In big Guy Fawkes hats. Guy yeah. Fawkes hats, what's the word? Uh, Puritan yeah. Puritan hats. They, uh, and they're rolling down these barrels because uh, <laughs> it was one of the challenges um, was to bomb the house in the It would be in a, in a Mothman dating show. <laughs> yeah. It would. They get sent back in time to bomb the, try and bomb the house of Parliament. <laughs> No, it's, it's presented by Ant and Deck. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. like, as you know, uh, <laughs> Mothman was seen on on Big Ben just before Guy Fawkes was caught. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, if he hadn't have been caught, Houses of Parliament would have gone boom. <laughs> would have gone up and we'd have had a, we'd have, we wouldn't have had a Catholic ruler yeah. for the next... For the next 50 years. It would have been way worse than when Deck got paintballs in his eyes <laughs> in Bite a Grove. 
Um, I, I apologise to our American listeners yeah. who have no fucking clue what I just said or why. And then we also apologise to our Geordie listeners <laughs> of, of, of the amount that they are, I think, are zero. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think the number of times I'm never apologising to them. I think the number of times we have we have offended uh, Joy listeners. Uh, <laughs> it's it's why I go up to Newcastle every year to run. Yeah, just just because 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 yeah, you just <laughs> I go up there it's for and your I health. run. Yeah, it's for your health. <laughs> it's the Great North Run that yeah. I do. That's the joke. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, like they they tr- got this plan, but mm. then one of them gets caught. Yeah, and of course they are going to be chucked off mm. the show but then at the last minute just as all this is kicking off they're like wondering whether they should they start realise they're about to realise that all four of them were in on it because mm. one of them's got the like the the, the, the the hands are all covered in gunpowder I've got a kind of um, twist ending to this and I'm, I'm not sure if, it's, if this is where you're going the bomb goes off yeah and they're like how could it, this bomb possibly have gone off they caught yeah. everyone they're out here yeah Mothman <laughs> He didn't want to be in it. Yeah. So he's... He's, he's just dead. He's, no, he's tanking the ratings. He's tanking the ratings, fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, he's dead. Don't yeah, know. He's, yeah, yeah, he's dead. Like, my idea was... Yeah. Like, they they were using the gunpowder to kill the Mothman. Right. Because they all thought that he was the guy running the show. Right. Where, in fact, they get to the Mothman, and he's just like... Nah, I, I, I really don't want to do this show well yeah like... maybe they're trying to kill the mothman so they try and set the bu- set the bomb off they get caught they can't they're all in front of the, the fountain and then suddenly the bomb goes off and then out of the crater rises the mothman yeah. <laughs> like well this is the thing spewing sewage everywhere mothman dies okay who's, th- there's a there's a vacuum there, there must isn't always there? be a mothman who's who's recently out of work Okay, and and is in some ways a cryptid of destruction. Ant and Deck. No. <laughs> Donald Trump. It's a weird decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump is is the new cryptid cryptid we're, dating. We're not paying Trump. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get Jim Carrey for no reason whatsoever. Just to play. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump. He yeah. goes, hey. I'm Trumpy Boy! Yeah, exactly. Smoky. Yeah, because everyone w- would think, yeah. right, that I would use the member of SNL that, that Click Baldwin. had played yeah. Donald Trump. But no. No. I'm going to use the one that plays Joe, Joe Biden. Brandon. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. There we go. Be My Mothman. Be My Mothman. Um, multiple choice ending there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is Which is great because it's the only choice you're going to get around any kind of Mothman uh, situation because <laughs> oh, yeah. everything else is inevitable. Yeah, I mean, with my ending, it was Donald Trump running the show all, all along. All along, I see. That's the thing. Yeah, so it was I like, see. it's just a way of getting The Apprentice back. <laughs> the other the other cryptids reality TV Moth show. Moth Apprentice. <laughs> okay, so from all the webs of stage, we've got Superhero Central. Superhero Central. There's been a lot of mockumentaries about superheroes. Yeah. Like Megamind... Yeah. That kind of has mockumentary bits. Yeah. You know, Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Absolute mockumentary, yeah. Absolute mockumentary. Yeah. Absolute mockumentary. Yeah. Um, oh, the tick is kind of one. Yeah. You know, sort of, that sort of thing. And the joke we do with superheroes often is, what's the worst thing? Like, what's the most... The superpower. What's right? the most inconvenient thing? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the other day, when we pitched that high school movie, and there was a person with... 
uh, RPGs for arms. Yeah, yeah. And they could only fire one rocket. I think we go a completely different way with this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I think, especially because it's a mockumentary. Yeah. I don't think we feature any superpowers. Yeah. I think there is a loophole in copyright law yeah. that says you can do... You can't, obviously, we all know that you can't put a superhero, like a Superman mm. or a Batman, yeah. on your um, on on your ice cream van. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can't put a Superman or a Batman or you can't put a Green Lantern on your... Uh, on your on your theme park ride, yeah, because you got to pay the, the big bucks to rights. the Warner Brothers, yeah, right, both of them, yeah, they want some each, yeah, yeah. You got to go. There's one pound for you and one pound for you. That's mainly the reason people don't do it is because you've got to. They 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 will check that you both you paid them each the mm. same amount. The funny thing is about the Warner Brothers. Not not a lot of people know this because obviously we make the joke about Disney. Like yeah. being frozen in ice. The Warner Brothers actually are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's the thing that mm. they are frozen. No one ever talks about it because no. it's Walt. Like Walt Disney is very much that's the, the meme. Yeah, yeah, the focal point. But it's actually the Warner Brothers that they're frozen in ice. Yeah, the, they got the idea from Walt Disney. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, there's a loophole in that. Yeah, and for some reason, you can do it. You can put your, you can put superheroes all over your shit. Yeah. If it's a train station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, at the beginning when you play a DVD and it's like no public yeah, uh, yeah. places can show this and it's it's got a list of public places. Exactly. No train no stations. No train stations. And it's like, and it's because of like, part of it was when they were just pioneering the first tracks and stuff. Yeah. They didn't want copyright and intellectual property to be like stopping people using the exact measurements for the tracks yeah. right you can't copyright like this is how much coal you can put into a into an engine because you needed a certain amount of coal to go and make an engine go right yeah. so in order to sort of spur that on to allow the rich people to build as much as they wanted without getting any issues way yeah. they legislated that you know specifically train stations can feature each other's copyright because it's a meeting of all the different tracks right yeah. so you need to be able to put your Billy bloody Billy Bucks uh, train line. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to be able to put his logo slap bang in the middle of your train train station because it also links to uh, Maddie Millions' other train line, right? <laughs> and you've got to have both of those copyright logos, right? <laughs> you've, got, you've got Billy Bucks, yeah. Maddie Millions, yeah. Richie Rich. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, what I'm saying is, someone Tommy, Tommy Two Mansions, <laughs> someone finds out about this and decides that they're going to, and we follow. It's like it's like Peter Kay or someone like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's someone quite down to earth mm. making their way with the big boys just because he's figured out this. Yeah, like, he's, he's got he's he's privately owned a train station. Yeah, he's and he's just he, built it from the. Ground. I can bloody put superheroes on my trains. <laughs> Somehow inherited a super inherited a train station. Yeah, yeah, and um, and first off, it starts. It starts off. He, he does a brave move. Yeah. Of putting a face on a train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Thomas the Tank Engine. It's uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. He puts Henry Cavill's face on the front of a on the front of a train. <laughs> but it's an, like in the a, style of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yeah. Right? But with a fiberglass arm coming out the side, like forwards, because <laughs> he's Superman, and a, and a cape going off the back of it. Yeah, yeah. So that whenever the trains come into the station, there's just this. <laughs> 
just... flat, wide-faced Henry Cavill with a chin out the bottom because he's got a, he's got a strong jawline. It, it's one of those trains that's like aerodynamic in it. Yeah, it's, 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 Henry Cavill's chin is like that. It, it makes him more aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like you mixed sort of Robbie Rotten and um, <laughs> <laughs> Sporticus. Ro- 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 Robbie Rotten, Sporticus, and Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, and Johnny Bravo for good measure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit of Tarantino. Just a, just a, a sort of wedge. Yeah. His face is just a wedge. <laughs> but it's Henry Cavill's face. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, when the, when the train slows down, the cape falls on, <laughs> on all the exits. So people are like, fuck it. Like, it's, like, it's like when <laughs> you're stuck. It's suspended and it is slower because of the cape. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's when you accidentally, when you're changing your duvet and you, you've lost a corner. You're like, fuck it. Where am I? And, uh, and we get these like out of... He's like, oh, he loves superheroes, right? He loves yeah, yeah. he loves comics and everything. Mm. And he's like, he's cheering this, this this Superman train on as it pulls into the station for the first time, right? All <laughs> oh, right, I thought this was every time. No. This is like <laughs> this is like twenty years and he's still doing it. No, he's just because he's like he's made he's like won the lottery or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. He's he's just by accident. It's, I I feel like we pitched this in the same way as like Mike Bassett, England manager. Yes, just of someone a way out of their depth. Yeah, yeah, but. Somehow, <laughs> yeah. with the power to contend with these big, like the, these big corporations, I forgot how good that movie is. It's pretty good. I, it's pretty yeah, funny. Like, I I can't stand like football stuff, mm. but that that was a genuinely good movie. If you haven't seen my best in, in England manager, you don't really need to love football. It probably yeah. helps. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it is a good movie. Um, but yeah, I think you just like we have that kind of like down to earth guy who is just but he's he's got these dreams yeah. and you slowly see them being it's not it's, crushed it's it's i, I want to say that the tone of this is like he's persisting he is he's resilient he, he, Peter Kay is great at playing that role yeah Phoenix things, Knight yeah exactly he, things he keep going bit. wrong yeah but he's resilient in the face of it so he's, like he's so for instance the reason I've come to this is yeah. he's cheering on the Superman train that's coming into, into the station <laughs> yeah years. go on yeah you've done it uh, yeah go on Henry um, and, <laughs> Henry uh, it's Superman yeah, well, he, he just he Cam- calls Cam- him by his actor's yeah, okay, name yeah. go on Superman the train um, and then <laughs> Superman the train and as it pulls in, he like he goes, "What's that?" And then the person next to him, someone just goes, "Someone goes, oh no, the smoke's got on there. There's a stain. I think it's a stain." It's like, "What do you mean it's a stain from the smoke?" And then, uh, <laughs> and then someone else has gone, "Oh, it must be, yeah." And so, like, it's attached. You, you cut straight, like, smash cut yeah. to him in his apartment, yeah, with a bath, <laughs> and he's just this, this like train long cape mm. he's hand washing because <laughs> it's like dry clean only and he can't yeah. afford it like, oh <laughs> I, thought, I thought it I, for a second I don't know why but I thought the train smoke had given Henry Cavill a Hitler moustache oh, no, and no, I no. don't know why that would be in any way <laughs> kind of I, mean, I, I don't know why you would go there <laughs> and, it, and in my mind I'm just like I don't know thinking about it now I don't know why I went there as well you watched Rat Race recently? Uh, no that's kind of where that goes yeah um, it's <laughs> funny isn't it when there's a when there's a weird Hitler moustache that yeah. comes out out of nowhere yeah. a Hitler moustache out of nowhere a Hitler moustache um, um, but no like yeah it's, it's, it's just there trying to wash this cape <laughs> in, in his, his bath. own bath yeah he's, he's in there with his rubber duck yeah, as well yeah he's just and he's just <laughs> answering some 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 sad questions you know like yeah. how, long, how long is this going to take you oh, I don't know just until it's done really 
So the cape is just covered in smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, there's a Hitler moustache on sure, Henry Cavill. why not? Mainly pointing out the fact that in Justice League, the Joss Whedon cut, there was a bit with his moustache and he had to cut it out terribly. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, that's a good joke, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> kind of why I, I went there. But I was just like, it, it's too much of a... It's too hot, Yeah, is what it is. <laughs> it's too damn hot. It's too like damn hot. Like my man Cole Porter said. Um... <laughs> It's too darn hot. Um, <laughs> and I guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> so anyway, I think I think like they ask him how long it's going to take, right? And he's like, I don't know. Well, I guess I'll just I'll just uh, stay awake doing this until uh, I guess I'll just stay awake doing this until the the meeting with the lawyers tomorrow. And they're like, you've got a meeting with the lawyers tomorrow. It's Louis Theroux. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's Louis <laughs> Theroux. It's. In fact, it's a Louis Theroux documentary. Louis Theroux mockumentary. Yeah, he's somehow. doing his own parody yeah. now. Um, and he's like, you've got to... He's ran out of weird people. <laughs> Everyone's normal now. <laughs> people people are afraid to be on a Louis Theroux documentary. I mean, so they're just... they're just Everyone's just, sort of normalising. He's just asked Peter Kay to be, to be a weird guy for him. Yeah. <laughs> Westboro Baptist Church went, you know what? I don't think any of this is worth it. I don't want to have a conversation with this man anymore. He's just, <laughs> he's just going to ask me to elaborate, and uh, I'm going to end up looking like the bad guy, like always, Louis. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like it's, it's it's not them coming to their own uh, their own sort of moral beliefs. Blaming it's, him. Yeah. It's just like they're not the bad guy. It's him. It's him. That's why they're changing their ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I think. We have any? We, they're like you've got a meeting with the lawyers tomorrow. What? What, what about? And he's like, oh, you know, just, um, just we've got to defend the 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 right of uh, in, in the supreme, <laughs> Using Superman in the Supreme Court. Yeah, super, supreme, super, oh. supreme, supreme court. Oh, I see what you did there. I might wear this. Eh? <laughs> um, the and, S stands for hope. <laughs> so, um, so I like. I do think I don't know I don't quite know how to escalate this but I think it might turn out to be like a a, a sort of there's a kind of aspect of sabotage that happens yeah. like while they're battling in the Supreme Court they know he's not got a great deal of money for it yeah so to run him out of business yeah they start like attacking the trains and stuff yeah and I think I, I really love the idea of when he goes to court, yeah. the opposition, um, the CEO yeah. uh, that, that's suing him is played by Stan Lee. Yes. He's like, you took my Superman away. <laughs> my Superman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, for, for anyone who doesn't know, Stan Lee didn't, didn't create Superman, which wrong, is wrong company. Which is why that's funny. Yeah, because it's Stan Lee that's going. You, you took my Superman away. You know how there's two Captain Marvels. Yeah, like you've got the Shazam Captain Marvel yeah. and the Captain Marvel Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like, of, of 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 Marvel and and, and DC. <laughs> of Captain wouldn't it be Marvel Wouldn't it be hilarious if Stan Lee had sort of like ghost written both and just pitched <laughs> it to both? <laughs> playing one off yeah, against exactly, the other like the ultimate manipulator yeah seeing who would win he's the I'm puppet both, master I'm playing both I'm playing both sides <laughs> that's what he says yeah. Excelsior <laughs> as, as he cartwheels out of the courtroom <laughs> either it's going to end one of three ways okay. right 
Either they end up paying him off, but he takes the money and just drives a train across the country. Like, runs. (laughs) (laughs) You can't stop me! You can't stop me, Superman! He'll run out of tracks sometime. And he he doesn't. He never does. He, he, He does what they do in Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Uh, the wrong trousers. He's, right? down He's just laying track yeah. down in front of him, <laughs> um, doing a doing a Buster Keaton, but instead of moving stuff out, he's just building track as he as he goes. Um, He'll run out of country sometime, and then he goes up into space. Oh no, no, he does. He does run out of track because they blockade it, right? Yeah, and he's left with this decision to either right. It's <laughs> the train is like heading towards the end of this track. Yeah, he's left with this decision to either um, like. There's a huge media Ferrari, of course, mm. as he's as he's flying. He's got millions of dollars in this uh, in, in in this briefcase that they tried to pay him off with. That he's run away with yeah. without signing anything. You know, he just grabs. They're in the boardroom. He's they're, they're saying, "Look, here's the money we can give you if you just stop this." Yeah. Right. And he's like, "Thanks." Grabs <laughs> it, runs yeah. to the train where it immediately like pulls the lever and just goes off on it. Right. Yeah, so yeah. he's on top of this train because he's mad. Yeah. Right. He's, he's, he's gone crackers. He's, he's, he's on top of this train with a massive brief, briefcase of money. He's like, you can't stop Superman! And I think it might be too late to add a B-plot here. Uh, but but throughout the film, Henry Cavill is talking to him. Yes. On the face of the train. He's yeah, like, yeah. are you going to save me, Peter Kay? Are you I gonna... will. I will, Superman. <laughs> are you going to take me back to Krypton? I will take me back to Krypton. Crypt, Crypt train. I think I think he's saying like you can you can you can be Superman. He says. <laughs> yeah. So I think they've they've closed off the track, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's on the run with this money. I closed off the track ahead of him. Yeah. And so he just decides he makes the decision with Henry, Henry Cavill uh, to just speed up instead yeah. of slowing down, and the train fully flips, and Peter <laughs> Kay is launched along with the cape. <laughs> Just into, over the town, ta- over the city, into as, orbit. As right? all the no, no, no. Just uh, uh, as all these cameras follow him, yeah. he spreads out this big cape, and he's just gliding down over like this Superman cape, yeah, gliding over New York, yeah, and just drop the case flops open, yeah, like it did money, at the start of the movie. Money rains the, down. The first thing that happens that you see in the movie is his yeah. case falls open because it shows oh. it being incompetent. Yeah, yeah. And it does it again, but this time ah. money is just raining down all over, all over New and, York. Set up a literal payoff. Yeah, but I decided that the two of them literally moments ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's the wonders of this podcast. Non-linear writing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and I think, right, does he go to space, right? Because I'm thinking we, we reference... <laughs> does he go to space? Well, I, I think we re- reference that Superman movie in which he goes round the Earth so fast he turns back time. Well, one of so one of my other endings here was going to be that there actually was... <laughs> Secretly, a superhero running this 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 train station. Yeah, I decided because it was quite a, a buttoned-down show. It yeah, was a, it was a buttoned-down movie with a quite a, a. It was a heart. It had heart. <laughs> it ain't coming back for a second season. That's <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was quite a sort of like you know how it, it was grounded. Yeah, what I'm trying to say um, because it was cr- quite grounded. I decided I didn't want to do any of that sort of like go to yeah. space crazy superhero stuff yeah. but we can send him to space if you want I mean he'll lose oxygen 
and die. I mean, I think he's going to die anyway. He's fl- flying over New York <laughs> with no real way to sort of like... He can slow his fall a bit, but it's not a parachute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a train-sized parachute cape. thing, yeah. So, so I guess he could survive. It's probably more canvas than a parachute right there. Yeah. Yeah, get in touch with us, listeners. If you think Peter K survives, turn we'll to page, put a poll up. Turn to page 183. <laughs> and if you think Peter K slams into the side of the Empire State Building yeah. and leaves a big mark, then uh, turn to page 47. We'll put a poll up on Twitter, maybe. Yeah, sure. Does Peter K survive? <laughs> Does P- that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Like, yeah. no context. Before we even release the podcast. <laughs> Does Peter K survive? And then when you're editing it... <laughs> you can just I can put just that ending in. It says, yes, he did. <laughs> he did survive. Right, we'll record it now. <laughs> record it now. Okay. Peter Kay's character both did and didn't survive. The poll, we should have expected it, came out 50 50. Uh, so I suppose he's Schrodinger's Peter Kay. Yeah, that's, that's the ending of the movie. Um, someone walks onto the screen, uh, explains the, cat, the concept of Schrodinger's cat and then applies it to Peter Kay's situation um, sort of in a kind of quant- a state of quantum superposition while he's flying through the air over New York City. Are you happy? Are you happy, listeners? I hope you're happy. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Remember to go to our social media, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well. And thank you everyone on Twitter who, who voted in the poll to decide whether Peter Kay's character did or didn't survive. Yes, uh, yes. Um, but I, I, I'm waiting for this outcome. It's, <laughs> it's a weird temporal mix-up. Yes, it is. We're experimenting. We are. We're doing experimental storytelling now. Yeah. <laughs> if, only, if only Hollywood would listen um, so we now move on to our final major pitch which is from Reese Howell who gave us so you think you know how to breathe so you think you know how to breathe okay like what's your first thoughts on this my first thought is you know those YouTube ads that you sometimes get that tell you <laughs> that you actually don't know how to lose weight Oh, yeah. You actually don't know how to make money. Or you actually don't know how to just do really, like, basic stuff. Like, oh, you may think you're good at talking to women, but here's here's an hour-long presentation about how I am terrible at it. (laughs) But but now I'm better at it because of some guy. Yeah, yeah. I was living in my car uh, with less than seven dollars to my name uh-huh. and i it just clicked i wasn't breathing right i wasn't breathing right <laughs> i wasn't breathing right and through this idea now i learned now i've learned how to breathe i got a hundred pound <laughs> i've gone from seven to a hundred pounds my first thought yeah um, was you know those documentaries on like eating contests? Sure. Best breathers. Best best breathers. Yeah. All right. The so world's is that like best holding breathers. Holding their breath, you think? The opposite. The opposite of holding your breath. <laughs> this is just a silly idea I've had. Okay. But it's just someone walking on stage. Yeah. Just going. Good, uh, a strong start from the young contender. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, ah. Jessica Simpson's character walks up to uh, walks up to the stage now as she inhales. And yes, you can see she has exhaled as well. Oh, 
There we go. There we go. It's, we were a little uh, worried there for a moment, but she managed it. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's always a worry, isn't it? Uh, you know, when, uh, the tension. It's part, it's part of what keeps us on, uh, glued to the edge of our seats oh, yeah. uh, day in, day out yes. uh, in this exciting tournament. So what, what is this going to be? What is this? Is, is this like a, 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 a mockumentary from the perspective of a filmmaker who doesn't understand why people like sports? Sports so documentaries. We're sort of like lampooning the idea that it is fun to watch sports. At the end of the day, yeah. right, with most sports, you are just watching people move. You are. So you're <laughs> doing something that you do every day. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They uh, can just do it better. It's usually... Okay, well, how about, like, it's... There is a series of literal of competitions, but they're all, like, weird. Mm. Like, blowing up a balloon. It's... It... Or blowing out candles. Like... Like the breathing Olympics. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think there's. I think we follow this tournament of mm. like the breathing Olympics. It's, it's, it's very mm. much like candle blowing, and yeah, um, and the the hundred meters balloon. And it's just yeah. the, the first one across the finish line. Yeah, yeah, you you got to blow it up and then yeah. let it go. And then the thing is, you've got to. That's in that one. It's good actually because <laughs> you've got to judge. Oh. You've got to judge how much air you need to get it across the finish line because you can let it go first. That's the 100 meters balloon sprint. Yeah. The 100 meters balloon yeah. is you've got a 100 meter long balloon. <laughs> you've got to get the air. <laughs> you've got to get through. it all, okay. all to the end. Yeah, and yeah. the judges are there at the end with a with a little little clip to pinch it. <laughs> like, oh, it's not fully inflated, I'm afraid. Disqualified <laughs> to the lava pit with you. Someone, someone comes down there <gasps> and just blows the contestant out of the arena. <laughs> you get moved up to once you get once you kind of like reach the top of your game, you you like get <laughs> to, to umpire status because yeah. you could just blow people. But I think like also you've got like yeah, obviously ha- candle blowing. Yeah, but you also have like. Um, uh, slightly weirder ones, which are like the uh, bubble, the the kind of synchronized bubble. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got like all these swimmers in, yeah. in a in a sink. Yeah, just going. But they're like they're like blowing a bubble, and it like goes into a ring, and then yeah. another one goes through it, uh, ah. and like oh, like those giant bubbles you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's but it's not in the air; it's yeah. underwater. It's ah. like the swimming. It's like uh, yeah. That's right. Good they're like that. blowing bubbles, like like dolphins and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they're doing it. I still don't quite understand why we're making a docu- a mockumentary about this. Uh, have you ever heard of the term alternate history, man? Okay, alternate history is all well and good. Yeah. Right? But also, I love mockumentaries best when they're about something really small. Yeah. We've got a divergence here. We can decide on. We can even make it. It's the 1930s. Thirties, mm. forties. The Olympics are fully in the public eye, yeah. and they this these people are like almost like the punks of sport. I quite like the idea of two guys down the pub, yeah, who are sick of watching the Olympics. It's yeah. on, it's on all day, all day, every the day. The Simpsons aren't on anymore because yeah. there's just coverage of the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, oh fucking hell! Like, like they might as well just make an Olympics for breathing, <laughs> and then they look at each other. Like they're 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 broke. Yeah, they've got like no prospects at all, and then they suddenly look at they're each other. They're sort of like art students, right? Yeah, and yeah. they I think they in, instead of it being like about like trying to make money or anything. Yeah, it's about they've got literally nothing better to do. Yeah, so they decide to make this thing, uh, like taking the Mick uh, out of the Olympics. So they they like 
sneak in to the stadium at night. Yeah. Because it's in their, in their country, <laughs> right? Um, and it's 2012. Yeah. So it's in London. Yes. Um, and uh, of course, because yeah, like, uh, that's that's the one we we we're at. Yeah, we're in England. We're in England. That was also in England that was as in well. England as well, yeah. So these 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 hopeless creatives with no job prospects. I don't know who's going to play them. Um, uh, they break into the uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Sure, yeah, sounds yeah. great. Um, but younger. Yeah, um, yeah, like space era yeah, yeah maybe yeah. a bit younger than that probably. sure and they break into this um break into the stadium mm. and then like they like hijack it with a couple of mates yeah. hijack a camera and just start filming this like this ridiculous thing where they're like blowing up these really long balloons yeah and it sort of goes viral yeah <laughs> the breathing Olymp- is it, and suddenly and suddenly it's narrated by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> like like it's 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 a full on like mock biopic at the beginning and then suddenly it becomes a, a mockumentary. The um I like the I like the idea that um the camera that Nick Frost is on mm. swings round to look at Morgan Freeman who sat in the stands. And like, yeah. Morgan Freeman, what are you doing here? It's like I wanted to beat the crowds. <laughs> Just narrating. You know why? You know I love the Olympics. Just doing what I do, <laughs> narrating. I truly love competitive sports. I decided I wanted to beat the crowds and get here before anyone else. But what you guys are doing is pretty fun too. Yeah, I think that's our one cameo in a in a in a sport <laughs> movie where you can have any any sports any sports person. Yep. Yep. You could have Usain Bolt if you wanted. Yep, that's the one I was thinking of as yep. well. No, we've got Morgan Freeman. Yep, we've got Morgan for, for for some reason. Old man Morgan Freeman. I think we should have Ken Burns. I don't think it <laughs> yeah, should be yeah. Morgan Freeman. I yeah. think literally Ken Burns should be in the crowd. But Morgan Freeman, because he's such a good breather, he, he does the, the timed sleep. <laughs> that is like, very much like dance or ice skating, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you have to do the most perfect cartoon sleep. So he's <laughs> you've got to like, you've got to blow Zeds out of your mouth. <laughs> now, John, that that, that kind of reminds me of that cartoon I saw with Bugs Bunny once. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Do you, remember, do you remember four years ago when I was competing in this? And, and we're not going to bring we're going to bring fact up that it is uh, it wasn't, it wasn't around ago, four yeah. years ago. I think everyone just everyone's just along for the ride I that think, this has always existed. I think it starts to get popular and people yeah. start to sort of like in a little a little bit like a, like an emergent thing. Yeah. People just start pretending it's got a legacy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about this. It's it's. <laughs> they're essentially pitching their own sports yeah <laughs> and then like <laughs> someone just walks on to the Olympic Stadium and just blows a giant balloon that like becomes <laughs> like a javelin yeah it's <laughs> and well that's when I think the sprint right that's, the, yeah, that's yeah. the they blow up this big balloon and then let it go and you've got to see how far it gets but it's got to cross the line first so you've mm. got to judge when you can let go of the balloon when it's got enough air that it's going <laughs> to it's gonna go. There's someone doing a hammer throw, but they blow a balloon up and then just swing it round. <laughs> like, like they're doing hammer throw, but it's with a balloon. 
<laughs> just, just like trailing behind. <laughs> so this is all going on, right? Yeah. And then I think they're doing this every night now. Yeah. Right? They're going in, <laughs> breaking night. in, they're yeah. breaking in and, and, and sort of like messing about yeah. doing this thing and recording it all for YouTube. Yeah. The next day they release it and their their cover story is that they're not actually there. They are um they're like it's superimposed or you know, it's got CG or whatever it is, right? Yeah. It's a parody. Mm. Um, it's getting very popular though so people are actually starting to fill out the stadiums <laughs> at night other people are breaking in to watch them actually do it so yeah. you have this weird thing of it's the night Olympics yeah like Olympics after dark in, in the day yeah. you've got all these athletics and then at, at night you've got the night Olympics which is just all about blowing <laughs> it- <laughs> It doesn't have the same grandiosity to it because the entire audience is silent as well because they're all trying to get in. in, They're They're, sneaking in, yeah. They're they're all one. They're trying to get in and sneak in, yeah. And two, they're all practicing their breathing. So, so they're all just sort of going. They're all being very mindful and doing breathing exercises. And I'm I'm gonna make an edit on Simon Pegg and Nick Frost being broke. They are working at at the Olympics as like ticket ushers uh, ushers. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they know how to get in yeah they know how to get in and they uh, maybe even maybe even Nick Frost is a security guard yeah uh, Simon Pegg is a is an usher. Yeah. So it's sort of like they between them they've got this sort of uh, they've got this like a bit of banter that goes on between them for the whole thing. And but then also suddenly... they they have this like you know firstly it differentiates them. Secondly yeah. it means that they've got like Nick Frost has the keys. Simon Pegg knows when people are going to be around. Yeah. All that sort of thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he knows he knows how to get people to their seats. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the two. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I. I... Obviously, they get found out. Yeah, yeah, they'll get found out immediately, almost yeah. uh, after like after the after the first night where the entire stands are full of people enjoying the night Olympics. Yeah, and it's just like you, um, and and the, the sort of head of security at the Olympics is like, we're going to get the big guys in. We're going to get head of the Olympics to come down and personally tell you off, reprimand you. Yeah, yeah for this, it's like how bad? Like how bad can he be? And it's Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only not only are they ruining the Olympics for everyone, they are personally mocking the head of the Olympics. <laughs> A man who cannot breathe, but ironically has the most iconic breath in cinema history. Okay. It's just Darth Vader. He's just, Darth, <laughs> it's just yeah. Darth Vader. The character Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. From the Star Wars series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, who else is it going to be? I don't know. Yeah, who who else who else in cinema history is known for breathing? Known for their breathing. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you're not wrong. I just don't. It's just it's just yeah, taking but... a leap. Yeah, there's Bane. <laughs> but isn't he really just Darth Vader? Yeah, he's just Darth Vader, bold Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, Darth Vader's bold, but, you know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see he's got a hat yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. He wears a hat. He's got the decency to wear a hat. <laughs> one, one good thing about Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He's got the decency to wear a hat, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one thing. If, if that's one thing you take from Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> it's like, oh, at least he's covering everything up. Yeah, you know. yeah. Modest. Yeah, modest. Modest. Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing you say about Darth Vader is he's modest. Yeah. Not, yeah. not showing off his glutes all left, right and centre. Oh, no, no, I, I, he can't. 
because because yeah. uh, he's like in the Olympics. Tom, he he could. Yeah, he could. Yeah, if he wanted to, he'd have made one of those, you know, the old Nintendo sixty four controllers that were like clear. Oh yeah, he yeah. One of those clear plastic, clear suits. plastic yeah. suits, and everyone could see his behind. So you could his 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 juicy rump, his juicy glutes, yeah, <laughs> his juicy scarred glutes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a mental image I'll never get out of my head. Clear, clear suit Vader. Yeah, I'll, I'll never be able to watch Star Wars again. <laughs> I want, I want an action figure of Clear Suit Vader. <laughs> clear Suit Vader, just, it's just a naked man. <laughs> naked man. Naked in man. a sort, in a sort of like bub, a bu- Darth Vader shaped bub- bubble. You <laughs> just sort of take all the clothes off an action man. Yeah, <laughs> just wrap him in a yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's clear suit Vader. Yeah, the the if you think the the image of Darth Vader couldn't get any more horrific, that would have been scary, wouldn't it? That would have been that would have that would have been a choice. <laughs> and especially because they've not quite done his backstory yet. Yeah, yeah, they've just made that choice arbitrarily. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, "I am your father." I'm just like, "Yeah, you know what." I can see it. I still don't believe it's true. <laughs> I used to think you were crazy, Darth Vader. Uh, now I can see your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he still jumps. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because of the power of the Austin Powers joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Darth Vader is yeah, the head he's of the head of uh, the Olympic Commission. Yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, he's he comes in. And who's the guy that's told told him off? Is it is it like Jim Broadbent or something? He yeah, Jim Broadbent sounds about right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Darth Vader. Get him. Get him. Yeah. T- tell tell him off. Go on. Go and give him a good aiding. Do that thing you do with your with your hand. <laughs> hand yeah. <laughs> Strangle him with your force or whatever. And, uh, and Darth Vader's like, I want to compete. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he comes on to weirdly yeah because because they had like an opening ceremony yeah they have no musical talent yeah. they just clicked on the first John Williams track they yeah, found yeah, on yeah. Spotify and it was which was the Imperial March Imperial so March, yeah. they just play it again yeah as he walks on and just joins in the fun I think Seth Rogen's in this movie Darth Vader no <laughs> Seth Rogen is a separate because the police get called oh yeah by Jim Broadbent again yeah right he's, he's going one up yeah. on Darth Vader yeah, yeah, yeah. the police yeah he's calling the police he's calling the prime minister calling everyone yeah yeah try and shut them down the police are now surrounding the Olympic the, the, the only Olympic people worse than Darth Vader stadium. the yeah. police yes exactly the yeah. only people worse than Darth Vader the only people more vicious and evil than <laughs> the police. Um, so anyway, I think you know Seth Rogen's been sort of lazing around all the time. He's stoned yeah. all the time, of course. Um, and and he's also in this movie. Yeah, he's also in this movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, it's very funny. The, it's as true of the actor as it is of all these characters. Oh. Uh, very funny. Um, but yeah, I think like if the police start to um, surround the place, they mm. realise that. After they've they finished all their events, they now need to leave, and they don't know how. Yeah. But then that's when Seth Rogen comes through with the clutch, grabs the Olympic torch, and goes, <laughs> just snaps the bottom off it. Yeah. Goes, takes a big inhale, and then just blows an enormous smoke screen. <laughs> and they all scarper. And they all scarper under the cover of 
Come Darth Vader's running off into the night <laughs> yes. like Batman. <laughs> Here's a, 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 sh- a hook shot thing to zip up onto the top <laughs> of the gherkin. Vader! Quick to the Vader mobile. <laughs> and it's him and Jim Broadbent dressed as uh, Robin. Yeah. Um, who's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, it's... I think I think it probably ends with the sort of the the same thing you the thing you'd expect, which is to say, they are they get caught. Yeah. Trying to get everyone out. Yeah. It's Nick Frost and Simon Pegg because they're there on the list. They know that they're the, who they are. Yeah. Um, they get caught. They um are gonna go to prison. Yeah. But then, of course, along comes like every representative of every country in the Olympics saying why aren't we allowed with, in with this with their own breathers yeah, yeah. why aren't we it seems very very rude that you're you're running these the spirit of the Olympics yeah, yeah. is that we all come together and compete why aren't you allowing our, our teams to compete this is true <laughs> and I think I think they're outside the prison and yeah. like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are looking through the bars and yeah. he's like look they came together <laughs> because because everyone thinks that everyone else thinks that athletes are so elitist yep that they they just want to compete in, in anything yeah. like and anyone can do it <laughs> I think I definitely think there is a thing of like athletes who they th- are, are constantly because you know there's that thing with the Olympic Village where everyone's banging oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I think this is, this is a sort of not an exploration of that specifically but like the fact that athletes who are highly trained highly disciplined mm. are humans yeah yeah right and so they're sneaking out of the Olympic Village to come and play, yeah. play the events but because they can also breathe yeah. like the other humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a democratization of it. It's, a, it's suddenly everyone's in the same place, having a party in the middle of the Olympic Stadium and just doing daft stuff. Yeah, even Darth Vader's dancing about. It's the, it's the Olympic party. Yeah. So you think you know how to breathe? <laughs> yeah. And turns out it finishes with a big dance number yeah like in the middle of the Olympic Stadium everyone does singing dancing choreographed to, to breathe by Kate Bush everyone's singing that and, and it, it <laughs> a becomes a song about Hiroshima <laughs> it becomes the uh, it becomes the closing ceremony yeah they like the opening ceremony is, is day Olympics yeah. the closing ceremony is night Olympics and they do it backwards they start with the winners at the start <laughs> And then it gets more and more because it's like the Olympics being. I know the Olympics isn't a knockout round, but yeah. like the idea that, that you start with loads of them and you finish with the winners. Yeah. Right. The the night Olympics is the re- is the mirror reverse. You start with just two guys. Yeah. And then you then more and more people join as the as the as the nights go on. It's tradition now yeah. to do it that way exactly. because it did start with two guys. Exactly. Two guys with an idea yes not a dream just a, just, just fucking just, wanted to do it yeah just being jaded <laughs> just fancy doing yeah. it yeah 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 which Messing is about yeah having a daft laugh and that yeah yeah that's yeah. what they were doing and <laughs> uh, and they started a, a whole movement which is uh, what ken burns says at the end of the documentary yes he does so i hope you enjoyed that everyone i know i did i had i had a great time with that one it didn't make any sense tom <laughs> it didn't make i mean it made absolutely zero sense, but I liked doing it. Matt, there was a beginning, middle, and end. There was a okay. which is which is as which is more than we can say for some of the pitches we've done this week. If you have enjoyed the the podcast, if you've enjoyed any of the podcast, 
feel free to recommend that bit of the podcast to yeah, your yeah. friends. The great thing about this show is that it's little bits, mm. right? So if you just say, I let the, listen, they pitched this really good... You don't have to listen to the whole, the whole show. Just mm. listen to this one pitch. Like, wouldn't it be good if it got made, though? Yeah. Um, like, you know, if you're saying that to, you know, I don't know... Um, Ed Helms. Yeah. You know, if you're just next to Ed Helms and you just go, listen, don't you have to listen to the whole podcast listen to this 15 minute segment of it yeah you're going to enjoy it make that movie if you can't share your uh, your your favourite podcast us I assume um, with a Hollywood producer then just share it with your friends or go over to patreon.com forward slash live to pitch podcast where you can uh, help us out like financially just for a very small amount of money each month you can get a vote on the genre poll uh, you can get a you can get bonus pitches you can get all sorts of stuff like commentaries we've done yeah. for films that actually do exist it's for films that actually got made and some of them are worse in my opinion than uh, or definitely definitely some of them are worse than the p- films we pitch because we did do a commentary on Battlefield Earth but that's another oh, story oh good lord I um, forgot we did that and now I'm having flashbacks <laughs> but most of all you uh, you get your name read out uh, each month and uh, th- these people have made it happen mm. that is Brandon Spanky Mills Ross Originals helping 400 young adult dragons with college applications Mix Bisk, it seems that we're able to follow the team's actions in the past through what the boffins are calling podcast echoes Jeremy L. Kayyem, Stephen D. Thomas I love orcs Psych! They suck. Orcs can bite my shiny metal butt. Eldar Death Squad! Fingers to hand. Time Prime Strime. The Timeulator seems to have sent the name jumbling haywire. Everything's turning into time. James Delaney. Brains D. Time Kyam. The Tusk Hip Boom. Why don't we just leave it alone? Brent Black. Honestly, the discography of just a ghostly voice saying 400 over and over is a bop. Things are getting bad. Almost all things have palled. We might need to call on somebody else. Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. Stay down, Pentvis Jr. Episode 400 isn't ready yet. Tom, just briefly, I know this is an odd time to say this, and I mean it. I'm not reading it. Ma- I, Matt Turner, have never eaten a... Me pantis. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. We almost have a complete Bisque Avengers team, but assembling it has taken so many weeks that we've forgotten our mission statement. Alex NSFW... Bit of a good news, bad news situation. Harvesting Carl's bone marrow didn't help us solve enjambulation, but it is lovely on a thick slice of brie. I just, I had, I, you know, brie there. Yeah. I have, I've read that so many times. It's spelt like the town in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Really weird. B-R-E-E. Not B-R-I-E. No. Anyway, um, uh, I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Bye, feel it, you've done it, Davey. Now we're logged on to, into the podcast mainframe, we can send warnings to the pre-400 era. Mant the Pentvis Bisque Pope. Matt, I got us on SoundCloud, but at this point in time, Spotify hasn't become main, uh, mainstream as a platform for podcasts. I do have a pretty good feeling about iTunes, though. Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Something, something, time, Bisque, Eldar, murder, troop. Tom, SoundCloud is never going to last. Get us on iTunes immediately. That platform is as immortal as Steve Jobs, who is currently alive in this time frame. So we end the show as we always do, Matt, with the Yes for a Clever Award. Uh, the award we give out. Someone has just given us a, 
a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it, I yep. guess. Just make, tried to make us laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, by going, ah. Ah, see what we uh, did there. Yep. So we've got two this week. Oh, two. A double, a double. A double. They share the award this week because they both made me laugh equally. Chopped in as half. much. Uh, so it is from Ross Originals. We've got an incoherent struth. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. And from Riley, we've got... This is, that was, this is Spinal Tap. (laughs) Oh, we're three films deep. (laughs) So I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it.